by Passion Church, the DeSoto County campus, the fun church in Horn Lake, Mississippi. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church. Psalms chapter 75 and verse 9. But as for me, I will always proclaim what God has done. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. For God says, I will break the strength of the wicked, but I will increase the power of the godly. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we welcome your Holy Spirit that is already present. Father, touch our hearts. Give us a deeper understanding of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, the love of your Son... Poured into our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Father, we declare that you are wonderful, that you are beautiful, and you are so great to us. Father, anoint your word today. Give your word the power to touch our hearts. To give us the life that Jesus paid for on the cross for our sins. Father, we thank you and we glorify you today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. You know, I was praying and praying as usual, but I never know what God's going to do. I never know what God's going to say. And I'm going to tell you, that's the best place to be is in a place of not knowing. Because God can use your not knowing and anoint it with His knowing. He can use your not knowing and anoint it with His knowing. And that's so beautiful. Let's see here. I want to start with this testimony because I prayed. And I said, Lord, should I tell them? And I didn't get no answer. When I came in the door this morning, I was just in, a, in, a, in his presence. And I said, Father, should I share the story? And he says, share the story. And there was a brother back there in the, in the prayer service. He come up to me. And he said to me, he says, the Lord has told you to share something and you don't hold back. You will be tempted not to share it, but don't hold back. And I said, that's confirmation from the Lord. And I want you to know you're here today, not because of accident, not because of mistake, not because you just walked in the door of this place, but God has a purpose for you. God has a purpose for your life. When I look back when I walked in the door in 2016. And I remember this sanctuary. I remember the the plants that were in certain corners. And it was so visual to me. Because the one thing I said I would never do. The one thing that I said. I don't need nobody. I had it all. In my mind I thought I had it all figured out. But let me tell you something. That when I thought I had it all figured out, I didn't have it figured out. And when I met Jesus here in 2016, I seen his spirit hovering in this room. And I had never felt the presence of God before in my life. I had never seen it. I had never, but I felt something so deep in my heart. 
When I sat in that chair and my wife beside me and, and my sister-in-law beside me and my kids were in the back, I knew when I heard the gospel preached to me, I knew I wouldn't hear by mistake. And I'm telling you, when it touched my heart, I said, there's no way I'm getting up. There's no way I'm going to get up and speak. There's no way I'm going to tell them I need what he's preaching. I need it. And before I knew it, I was up on my feet. And I was down in front of everybody. Back in the old days, you know, they called you down in front of everybody. They called you down. You either going to renounce Jesus in front of everybody. Or you ain't going to renounce him at all. So I came down front. And before I knew it, my wife had came with me. And, and my sister-in-law came when we were standing right here. And you know the story. We gave our life to Christ in 2016. And like most people, I had baggage. I had things that I thought were just going to fall off of me. That were just going to say, hey, I believe in Jesus. Now I'm washed in the blood and I've been set free. But words that are said are much more beautiful when they actually come into actions. See, the words that we speak doesn't have power until they're acted upon. I know when Brother Nick said about the power in the book of Acts coming upon us. I'm telling you right now. 2017, 2018. And this is my story. In 2019, I was sitting in my living room. And the power of God was so thick. I said, Lord, if you want me to live a life like Jesus, I need you. I can't do this on my own. I was struggling with drug addiction. I was struggling with anything and everything you think of. Anxiety, depression. But the light of God came in the room. And when I opened my eyes, I seen Jesus. I just seen this bright light. And I literally was scared to death. I was scared to death, but the light of God, as it come at me, it went through me. And as it went through me, I seen and felt the love of God like I had never experienced. And this is what Jesus said to me. He says, I will baptize you with water and fire. I will give you the words to say, you do not have to look to man. You will not. You will not look to man. But I will give you everything you need that pertains to a godly life. I will give you the power to overcome sin. I will give you the power. And I simply believed it and received it. And I want to share these scriptures with you this morning. This right here. These scriptures I'm going to give to you. You might want to get your pen out. Because this is what changed my life. This is what changed my life. Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 3 in verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 in verse 16. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Amen? Verse 18. So all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him. Jesus. Jesus. 
as we are changed into His glorious image. We never stop changing. You never stop going from glory to glory. And when I read that scripture, as, I, as the power came in me and come out of me, it literally, I, 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 thought I, was, I thought I was high on drugs. I thought, but I was sober as a judge. I said, I'll never share this story with anybody. And you're the first ones here this morning. I seen the light. It was so bright. I'm telling you. But when it came and he went through me, when I read the word, that scripture jumped off. It jumped off to me. And I said, I will never let go of your word. Because you're going to speak when you speak. You're going to speak through your word. I don't know who you are and where you're at. But Jesus is the word of God. He is the word of God. And when you read the word of God, you're talking to Jesus. You're talking to Jesus. Look here in Romans chapter 8. In verse 5. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature. You with me? Think about things that are sinful. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit. Think about things that please the Spirit. Verse 6. So letting your sinful nature... Control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. And I, I, I see Jesus. When I see people come down front and I see them just, just eager to say, I want a touch of God. And I believe in my living room in 2019... I knew in the time of reading the Bible and hearing all these great men of God speaking the word like our pastor, like all these other men that I had heard speak the word, I said, I want that. I want that evident in my life. And in that living room with a humble heart, Jesus anointed me. And he gave me the power. His spirit gave me the power to literally live a freedom life. To be set free from bondage. To be set free from drug addiction. And guess what? When you're set free, the joy of the Lord is upon you. And you worship Him. You, you, you cast up your cares to Him. And He brings so much love into your life. So much love. He, I'm telling you right now. I, when I see God's power manifested, a lot of people say... Oh, I see somebody fall in the spirit. I see him run. I see him jump. But I'm telling you right now that that is not a manifestation of God's spirit. It's just the work that's happening in their life. It's the change in a person that is the power of God. When you see a person that's a drug addict and is no longer a drug addict, how can you hold him if he's truly set free? How can you keep him from running? How can you keep him from running? How can you take somebody that it was bound by depression, bound by anxiety, but you set them free? And the joy of the Lord is on them. And the, I'm telling you, he's so beautiful. He's so gracious to us. And we're going to take a time. We're going to take a time before we leave this place. Because when, when Brother Nick prophesied, that the Spirit was here and He wanted to anoint you with power. There were so many people that came forward. But I felt it in my heart. There are so many people that wanted it. 
but they were wondering if they would run, if they would shout, if they would look funny. Hey, I'm one of those too. I'm one of those too. God, I said, God, please don't make me look foolish. Guess what? God ain't in the business of not making you look foolish. He uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. If there's something you're scared of him doing, nine times out of ten, he's going to do it. You with me? So go on and cast that care on the Lord. Go on and cast that fear out. Amen? Let's see here. Romans 8 and verse 12. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all with me this morning? I thank you, Jesus. Romans 8 verse 12. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the Spirit you will put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. You will live. You will live a life. You will live a life with Jesus. Jesus. You hear so many people say, pray, read your word and pray. But I'm going to tell you, I got a word for pray. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. When I'm ministering to this younger generation... And I'm going into the high schools and I'm speaking to younger generations under me. When they think about pray, they think about going in a room, getting on their knees and just praying and being all religious. And hey, I'm all for it. But religion is one thing, but a relationship's another. Religion is one thing, but a relationship is another. When you wake up and you talk to Jesus, when you wake up, And you let his presence come in the room and fill your heart. So many people need to just sit there and cut the lights off. And sit in the room in pure silence. Thank you Lord. And let his spirit work on us. Let him work on me. That's what I do. I sit in the room and let his spirit just minister to my heart. Thank you Jesus. Look here with me. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. Humble themselves and preach? No. Humble themselves and pray. Humble themselves and just talk to me. God wants to talk to us. He wants to hear from His children. And I believe God is touching your hearts. Right now as we speak, He's touching my heart. I want to speak to Him. I want to hear from Him. I want to hear direction from Him. What, what, does, what does Jesus think about what's going, in the world, going on in the world today? I believe He's called us. He's called me to a greater purpose. Something that God can only do in our lives. And I'm telling you right now, by the sound of my voice, in the name of Jesus, God has anointed your heart and gave you a message that no man, no woman can preach. But God has anointed you to bring that message forth. And there's a reason why you're here this morning. Or your own line. Or wherever you're at. If you're watching this again later in the week. I believe God's spirit is touching his people all over the world. You with me? 
Amen. Let's just raise our hands. Thank you, Lord. Let's just praise Him for a minute. Thank you, Lord. Glory to you, Father. Touch your people, Jesus. Touch us. Touch us. Thank you, Jesus. Your Holy Spirit is so evident in this place. We need you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, when your life is changed and set free from bondage, He sets you free on the inside. And He surprises you. He surprises me every day. I get up, and when I see Jesus, when I feel His presence in the room like you feel His presence here now, you say, Give me the strength. To whatever that sin is you're dealing with. Give me the strength to overcome that sin. That's what I tell him. Father, give me the strength. Give me the heart of David. To give me the strength to overcome whatever that sin is in my life. And when he gives me the strength. When that temptation comes at me. Because the Spirit led Jesus out in the wilderness to be tempted. You with me? And when he went out into the wilderness to be tempted. He used God's word. And when he used God's word, the enemy had no hold on him. So he came back from the wilderness with more power and more boldness than before. Anointed him. Ain't that beautiful? Jesus. If Jesus can do it, he led us by example so we can have the power to do it. Look right here. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 9. Thank you, Lord. God has now revealed to us His mysterious will regarding Christ. I love it. I love it. Which is to fulfill His own good plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, He will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven and on earth. He brings it. Under the authority of Christ. Under the authority of Christ. In heaven and on earth. Furthermore. Because we are united with Christ. We have received the inheritance of God. I love that right there. The inheritance of God. You know in Romans it talks about the Holy Spirit being a foretaste of what we are going to experience in heaven. And I promise you. When you get to heaven. I believe we are going to be so overwhelmed by the presence of God. That we will be worshiping him with all we have. We will be giving ourselves to him fully. And I'm going to tell you right now. If we practice. If I practice to do it now. How much more easier is it going to be when we get to heaven? How much more is it going to be for the presence of God to be so manifested in our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, and He chose us in advance, and He makes everything work out according to His plan. 
2016, the trials without the Spirit in my life, I was just like any other man walking around saying it, but not acting upon it. But in 2019, when I spoke the word, I actually believed in faith and stepped on that word and said, if you said it, I'm going to do it. If, he, if Jesus overcome the enemy by the word, I'm going to take the word, I'm going to write it down, I'm going to copy it, I'm going to read it, and I will do what God's called me to do because your spirit's going to give me the power to do it. I will do it. And I, w- I, I, I will make sure that if I do it, I will give you the availability for you to do it in me. You got to be available. I have to be available. Every time, and I'm going to use this as an example. I can remember when I was doing drugs in 2016. And every time temptation would come to me, after I was saved, I would fall into temptation. I felt so bad. I felt so bad. So many people, they say they're believers and they're Christians. And I don't doubt their salvation. But there's no power in their life to overcome sin. So when the enemy comes, the enemy says he's a baby Christian. So I'm a baby Christian. So guess what? He comes to me with what I struggle with. And when I fall into temptation and I do it, then the enemy brings anxiety, depression. You're not good enough. You're not going to make it. And you keep running back and you get deeper and deeper into drugs. You get deeper and deeper into alcohol. You get deeper and deeper into sex, pornography, all these things. And you fall into a dark, deep hole. But when Jesus said to me these scriptures in 2019, he come to me. And when I read the word, I said, look at this, the spirit. I have to believe God's spirit is going to do it in me. So when the temptation would come, man, I would be shaking. I was like, please, Lord, if you give me the strength to overcome this one time, I'll have it to do it again. And I used it as discipline. And eventually discipline turns into something that is it's just natural. You become a sin to I mean you you become a slave to righteousness. You become a slave to righteousness. You were once a slave to sin, but now you've been set free. And now you're a slave to righteousness. Righteousness. And it began to get easier. It began to get easier. And you never stop. You never stop. The enemy comes. You fight the temptation. The enemy goes away. He finds whatever weakness. That's why Paul says, let me boast about my weaknesses. So he can be strong in me. Paul, he was such a wonderful man of God. Wonderful man of God. That was led by the Spirit of God. When he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. So many people, including myself. Had a Damascus Road experience. You with me? I don't know where we're at in our Christian walk. Some days I wake up, I'm wondering, man, I think I'm back at a baby stage. And you're going to have those days. You're going to have those days where you are back in a baby stage. And you're learning it all over again. But guess what? Just like I see my little baby girl walk, she'll come rolling in the living room. And she'll trip, hit the ground. Guess what? She gets right back up. She gets right back up. And when I see her do that, I said, Father, that is my Christian walk right there. When I see her fall and get back up, I said, that's what I'm going to do. 
If I fall, I'm going to get back up. Say that with me. If I fall, I'm going to get back up. If I fall, I'm going to get back up. I love that. And we need to hear that. It's so beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 12. We read verse 11. Because everything works out according to His plan. Verse 12. God's purpose was that we Jews who were first to trust in Christ would bring praise and glory to God. There's the Jews. And now you Gentiles, that's me, have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, He identified you by His own by giving you the Holy Spirit, whom He promised long ago. Verse 14. The Spirit is God's guarantee that He will give you us, He will give us the inheritance He promised and that He has purchased us to be His own people. And He did this so we would praise and glorify Him. When, when you're changed, when you're changed, God blesses us. When I overcome that temptation, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I knew I couldn't do it, but you did it for me. And he brings more of the Spirit in your life. And the enemy comes, and he gives you more power. As you read his word, the scriptures stand on. I remember as a baby Christian, I stood on 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Temptation comes, and temptation goes. That God will make a way to escape. That common demand, temptation is common demand. It's going to come. And it's going to go. Because God will anoint you with His Spirit. He will anoint you with power. He will give you the words. He will give us everything that Jesus had. He wants to give us the same thing Jesus had. Thank you, Lord. You know, it's, it's wonderful to see back to the walking thing. It's wonderful to see a little girl or a little boy that's a baby. And their mama or their daddy is carrying them. And you're feeding them. You're taking care of them. And they grow up. And then they start to walk. And you see the stages of life they go through. And I believe that God is just like that with us. When we come into the faith in Jesus and we meet Jesus... Jesus takes care of us. He never stops tending to us. But as we grow up in the faith, we must continue to look to Him. To say, Jesus, show me. Just like a little boy or a little girl says, Daddy, Mama, show me, show me. And we whine and we cry. But as long as we whine and cry for Jesus. Ain't that beautiful? It's so beautiful. That we can encourage one another. That we can lift each other up. We can lift each other up. And like I said, here in just a little while, I know God's touching our hearts. He's touching my heart. I believe that the fire of God is already in this room. And at the end of this service, I'm going to have the worship team come up here. Not worship team, the ministering team. And they're just people that are here for, to pray. But we're going to do something different. As I read these scriptures, I know God is touching you. And I know if you didn't already come up, you can come up again. 
But as the ministering team is standing on each side, I want you to make a line and you're going to walk down and they're just going to simply be praying in the spirit and praying in the natural. And they're just going to touch you. And whatever God says to you or does through you, if you raise your hands, you say, praise God, whatever. Or you just go back and sit down and sit down. You with me? You just sit down and sit down. But I pray that you don't sit down and sit down. Why did I say sit down, sit down? Because in your spirit, you don't need to let the enemy come into your heart and cause you to sit down and sit down spiritually. I believe that God is coming back. That Jesus is coming back. And I'm telling you, He's looking for a generation that is without spot, that is without wrinkle, that is baptized with water, that is baptized with the fire of God. And He is going to come back for us. So I believe right now that the fire of God is already going to manifest Himself in our lives. So we can be ready for Him when He comes back. Ready for Jesus. I'm so ready for Jesus. Amen? Thank you, Lord. In Ephesians chapter 3. This is when it gets good. If it ain't already good, I believe it's already good. Because Jesus is speaking to me. He's speaking to you. And I don't know. You don't know. But praise God, He knows. Amen. Ain't that good? I like it. He takes our mess and He blesses it and uses it to touch other people to keep from going in the same mess. I tell people all the time, you love God? They say yes. You believe in God? Yes. What did He set you free from? They stop and think. People want to hear what you're set free from. People want to hear what you set free from. Because that same thing that you were set free from, He's going to use you to keep people from doing that. He's going to use it. In Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16. So beautiful. I pray that from His glorious unlimited resources, He will empower you, me, with inner strength through His Spirit. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him. Your roots grow down into God's love. I like that. God's love. That's what I experienced in 2019. His love. Because I had never been loved like that before. You know, I had a mom. I had a daddy. Wonderful people. They done the best they could do. Praise God. But I'm telling you that the love of God, when you, when you see Jesus in these scriptures... And the love of God comes into your heart. The power that He gives you, inner strength to overcome any addiction, any anxiety, any struggle you're having in your life. But I remember in 2016 when I come down here, I thought, surely when I said I believe in Jesus, everything was going to be rosy. I thought that. I thought that. But praise God... He's teaching us. And He's still teaching me. He's still teaching me. And I believe the more He teaches us, the more He's going to use us, the more He's going to minister through us until He comes back. Amen? Verse 17. 
then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, and how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. You can't understand it. I can't understand it. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Father, I want the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. I want that, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And now, all glory to God, who is able through the mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. God wants to bless us more than you might even think of. That you can't even think of how much He wants to bless you. He wants to set us free from whatever that sin is in my life, your life, whoever's life. When God sets us free from that, He is going to touch you. He is going to give you such a deep message to go tell people about what Jesus has set you free from. Amen? Amen. Glory to Him in the church. We are the church. And in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. That's so beautiful. There's generations that need to hear of the, of the darkness that I was in. And now I've been set free. Amen. I was once a drug addict. But now I'm walking with God. I was once depressed. But now I'm happy. I was once filled with anxiety. But now I'm walking in the peace of God. Amen. Ain't that beautiful? Ain't that beautiful? I love it. I love it. And can't nothing nobody can do about it. Can't, no, can't nobody steal my joy. Can't nobody hold me down. Because when I'm walking with Jesus, he's walking for me. If I hit the ground, Jesus will pick me back up. He'll say, boy, that's doing good. Right there's doing good. And when you do wrong, guess what? Jesus says, tell him your weaknesses. And I'll give you inner strength to overcome that weakness. And you're going to be so powerful for God. I believe this is a house full of powerful people in God. I am so encouraged by your love for God. I am so encouraged by your faithfulness. Because when nobody wants to, passion church is the ones that will. I believe it. I believe it. Our pastors, wonderful men and women of God, faithful. And you're the ones here. And all over the world, wherever you're at. You are the church. And God's going to give you the inner power, the strength that he gave me. Thank you, Jesus. We're almost done. But just because a man's done speaking, doesn't mean God's done speaking. You with me? And I know God's ministering to your heart right now. Because he's ministering to my heart. But when we leave here, he's going to continue to minister. 
And when the fire of God touches you, and the ministry team is praying for you, and as you walk by and they touch you, that same anointing power that came into my life, I pray in the name of Jesus that it touches you. You with me? That same power, I believe God is going to use you. Look here. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19. Thank you, Jesus. In Ephesians chapter 1, so good, so good. Verse 19. I also pray that you understand the incredible greatness of God's power. For us who believe Him, I must believe. I must believe. I must believe He is in me. And then He gives me the power. This is the same mighty power. Uh Uh-oh. Where's this power? This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated Him in place of honor at God's right hand in heavenly realms. You with me? The same resurrection power that raised our Savior out of the grave now is in us. That same power. I love it. You mean to tell me the same power that would raise a man from the dead is on the inside of me? And I can't overcome drug addiction? I can't overcome anxiety? I can't overcome depression? I can't overcome being a liar? I can't overcome being a thief? Man, I used to be one of the biggest thieves you've ever met in your life. I'd be stealing in Walmarts and everything, cashing it, turning it back in for gift cards just so I could eat. But praise God, glory to God, Jesus has anointed me and set me on fire. He's put the baptism of the Holy Ghost on the inside of me. And I will not, I will not go back to my old ways. You'll read about Jesus still in my life. 20 years from now until the Lord tarries or He takes me home. You will still hear about Jesus working in Joe Madison's life. Amen. I hope everybody feels as good as I feel about Jesus. Because I've been set free. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glorify you in this house, Father. Now Walmart will be calling. (laughs) He forgave me. You forgive me. Praise God. (laughs) It's under the blood. Alrighty. We're almost done here. In Romans chapter 6 verse 7. Romans chapter 6 verse 7. For when we died with Christ... We were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we now, we we know we will also live with Him. That we are sure of this because of Christ who raised us from the dead. He will never die again. Death no longer has any power over Him. When He died, He died once to break the power of sin. But now he lives, and he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Thanks 
for listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it and that it inspires you to live out God's Word. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church.